Hello everyone. I'm your Tilaka Kumar, the host of Selecta podcast. This podcast is dedicated to inspire and empower women to pursue an excellence in career by filling the gender gap, to live to the fullest of her potential and to achieve financial independence. I will be interviewing amazing successful women sales leaders and entrepreneurs from India and around the globe. Where we discuss their sales journey, their challenges, their trends and much more. Let's dive in. I welcome today's guest Sohini. Hi Sohini, how are you? Thanks for inviting me Thilaga. It's a pleasure to be on yeah. your uh, podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a pleasure to hear. So I'll just give 2 minutes of your introduction then now uh, we'll start the conversation. Sure. So Sohini, uh, she leads the Cloud Alliance from NTT. Uh, she's won the award recently. That's from Google Cloud 2022 Partner All-Star Award. and uh, she's certified mentor and coach for life coaching and executive coaching she's certified non violence and emotional quotient certified practitioner so total her experience is 20 plus out of which 14 years she worked in canada in sales and 10 years she wo- she's working here in india so we talk more about it uh, i welcome uh, sohini thanks tilaga so i just was going through your linkedin okay so i understood that your background is basically film and journalism so how it's all shifted to sales that's right you're right you actually have a good observation so i shifted to sales long back actually 1999 when i finished my studies and then i had to go to i had to go abroad and i landed up in a very french speaking area and uh, i wasn't ready with my language skills at that time and i was i had to give up journalism because you need to know the language to speak and kind of do that right so that's how i kind of was opting for a second career and i wanted to be on my own feet in zero dependency in a completely new country and with no extended family there I always uh, thought that uh, I need a second option so sales is what something I realized um, probably was there in me so I kind of took that up okay so that's why even we kept the topic as uh, you know how you become an ind- independent being i think that's something uh, every woman on the planet want to have it right what do you think about it that's right Yeah it's very important and i think it's it's for anybody right when a child grows up irrespective of the gender i think it's very important that uh, one has to grow up independently more for the girls in the indian context but if you look at globally i think all of us have to have that flair and i also think it's not just for financial independence it's about the mind right you have to make your mind uh, independent right and i think that kind of stems from mindfulness as well right it's it's a very critical aspect of having that so according yeah. to you sohini what it means by independent you know it's a very good question and we can talk at length about it but i think it's about knowing right what you want in life and going for it completely without any distractions and having the commitment passion and conviction that you could do it all by yourself right the world can fall apart right but you would be able to strive for that goal that you would like to do all by yourself 
and you need support for sure but uh, your goals and aspirations are not dependent on your surroundings you could do it yourself as well so it's more of a self conviction more than anything is what i feel yeah i agree to you so yeah. how was the like when we go back uh, your uh, initial stage of sales how it's all started the challenges because indian women yeah. going canada and starting sales career firstly yeah. sales career itself it's a challenge but being a indian going to canada yeah. and starting sales career how was the challenges for you you know what this is this is interesting so little bit of a background right see i hail from a bengali family right and i'm talking about those days correct i was the only child i had no brothers and sisters and that was also quite exceptional at that time because i was the only child and in a very um, well defined bengali family in those days it was pretty normal to take up an engineering stream or to study for a six years of your becoming a doctor a practitioner or you know do something more academic right that's that's the pressure you always have and especially for a woman right to take up sales as a profession was not something that welcoming at those days right and now i'm talking predominantly about the bengali culture right so it wasn't easy for me to convince as well my my family that this is what i will be taking up right but at the same time it was easy for me because i was outside india and they had a limited amount of outreach because we didn't have that much of phone calls there right so the influence was also not not that much it was it was limited right so there were many challenges correct so first of all family having that acceptance that i'm going to take up sales as a career right uh, also you know you have to realize that when you enter a new country you have zero knowledge of that country you have very limited knowledge about the culture the way of working i landed up to a state where they primarily spoke french So when I entered the office world even the emails were transacted in French. So I literally had to take a dictionary and read and translate and get the meaning and then write back, right? So first of all acceptance, right? You coming as a foreigner, working there and getting accepted was another big challenge. One was family, one was getting accepted as a foreigner, third was, you know, getting into the social milieu, right? Making friends there. how people will take you because you have to also speak the same language to be friends with them right you need to pick up like a like a hockey episode and discuss at length you know in your happy hours and i had i had no clue what they were talking about at that time so i was so disconnected when i moved it was quite challenging to get accepted as well more from a work a pressure more of, as an individual right and make friends however my husband was with me throughout so we were compensating each other and complimenting each other right nonetheless i think organizations were very forthcoming where i worked upon and they actually helped me a lot in kind of uh, understanding the culture and the psyche and the human behaviors there and i started taking up a lot of courses understanding the culture as well right and the language barrier i started picking french so gradually it kind of you know sinked in with me and uh, i think uh, yeah that's how so it was challenging from family from social uh, pressure uh, getting into the milieu understanding people yeah it, it's especially because i completely moved from one country to the other 
so mm-hmm. that was a little challenging yeah but it was also quite interesting because i made new friends i learned a new language and um, you know i see a very positive side of it yeah that's good so it's mainly the acceptance and uh, you know facing the challenge and learning what is necessary to to overcome those yeah. challenges you need to have challenges in life i you know i think that if i was in india life, life would have been a very red carpet for me i'm so glad it didn't that i actually had to fight this out completely because that's what probably defines me as an individual right now yeah that's true that's true so it's not everyone think in that angle so it's it's we need to think in that angle as well you know yeah life shouldn't be too easy either i think um, i tell my daughter all the time there should be some hurdles that's how you know yourself more yeah that's true yeah. so like uh, how was the like how you moved to leadership role from sales how it all happened yeah it's interesting because you know i think um, i don't call myself a leader i call myself a human being because i think for it's for others to call me a leader when i think of myself i don't think of a leader i think i'm as an i'm an individual and i would love to be loved as an individual who actually showed empathy towards the surroundings and it's not easy all the time but that's what i think of myself as i said the journey was was not easy but i think i was very thankful of the surroundings that i have even in my present organization that are people i work with and i think it's 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 kind of they make it easier for me rather than me right mm-hmm. so it's it's a symbiosis right you need the right uh, type of people around you and i think i'm lucky to have that people have little faith and trust in me as well so i think that's what it is okay so it's mainly a leader quality is being empathy and being a human more than a leader right yeah as i said uh, it's for you to call me a leader i i call myself a human being more than anything right because uh, wow that's where it starts i think this whole leadership thing i feel that you be a human being and you give your best and you be empathetic to your surroundings and you help others grow and be passionate to what you do that's it right i want to be remembered as a human being more than anything great so like how it all happened from moving from canada to india yeah so i actually uh, so we decided to come back because we were very grounded in our in our culture and we always wanted our daughter to have the indian roots right so she was four and a half when we moved back to india and um, we thought that we should delay anymore because then it will be difficult to uproot her So so we are we moved back I took a year off from work because I wanted her to get used to be the whole system helping her to make friends it was like a circle back you know when I went there I had to make friends and then I came back uh-huh. I had to help my daughter to, you know what I mean it was like I could see myself yeah, finishing yeah. that whole circle circle right oh, wow. so it was very interesting to see yeah it was like I was like okay if you was back I was struggling there to make friends now when i come back i i ensure that i help my daughter to for her to settle down know the culture because for her it was very new she was born there right so yeah but she was four and a half it was a lot easier and mm-hmm. uh, i think she loved she loved uh, the indian food she loved uh, the culture she loved her friends and it was really easy for us to settle down and for me you know i hail from india for me it was always a dream to come back and give back to my country whatever shape and form and i had some great mentors in india right whom i could connect back and i was very fortunate enough to come back to an organization which was full of empathy right which really helped me to do a 
work-life balance, which was previously called NetMagic, now called Entity. It's an organization that helps women beyond um, anything, right? So we have a track uh, which is running right now where we help women to come if they have a break in their life or even new women, new kind of uh, people who would like to take up, you know, new careers. So I was actually lucky, I think, to have the right kind of organization that uh, that chose me to, to support them and collaborate them. And that kind of fell in place, I think. Wow, uh, that's great. So, like, uh, do you see any difference between, uh, because you are the one worked in India as well as uh, uh, Canada yeah. and sales. So, any difference uh, you see doing sales in Canada and doing sales in India? There's a huge difference because I'll tell you why. It's a very interesting question, Tulaga. The primary reason because, I mean, this actually goes back to the very fundamental question where you actually deconstruct sales. What is sales? Correct. I believe, and I could be humbly wrong and I'm ready to take that, but I believe it's about understanding the human psyche and the person who is sitting across me, making him understand my value proposition. But more than that, I need to understand that individual and what's in it for him, what's in it for her, what's in it for the organization and what is the joint value proposition because it's a win-win at the end of the day. I don't think that I'm taking something to an individual where he or she is doing me a favor. I strongly believe in my conviction that it's a two-way traffic. It's a mutual win. From that perspective, I think that um, the human psyche is very different because it's very much determined by the culture we live in, right? Uh, So the culture in Canada was very different as opposed to India, obviously, and needless to say that. So the type of conversations, the, the type of acceptances that that one has in India is very different than here. I'll give you an example, right? It was very common to kind of have conversations in Monday to Friday there, right? And not have any conversations in weekends. But here, it's very different, right? The timelines are different. The pressures are different. The, the expectations are different. But And it's all determined by the culture that you live in. Correct? Thankfully, this is the culture I grew up and I have seen my parents also, right? So I kind of quickly adjusted myself because I was very much aware of this culture. It was much more difficult when I moved there actually to adjust myself. So there is a lot of differences and it stems from your your conditioning, your social conditioning, correct? So so yeah, there are differences, intrinsic differences as well. Yeah. So the root uh, causes the, uh, the culture, right? That makes yeah. a difference between... Yeah, so I'll give you an example. Here I could go and crack a joke with anybody in the organization, right? There, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult. You probably have to make an appointment to crack a joke, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh my you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's very different, <laughs> right? They're very different. But, I mean, yeah, I respect both the cultures, right? And they are very different depending on the social conditioning one has. If you ask me, I personally prefer being in India and being in sales in India because I just uh, it's just easier for me because I grew up here so I think it's my mm. it's in my DNA got it see like you're also a non-violence um, certified uh, coach like as a woman in sales like how you protect yourself I think that's also important topic which need to be addressed right yeah important it's important see I think 
I I probably will just say that you know it's about be aware. I think that's very important. Be aware. Be aware of your surrounding. Be aware. Be conscious of what's happening. And until at the end of the day, when you talk about safety, I think it's it's also in your hands to some extent, right? You define your boundaries as well, right? I mean, I mean, with all due respect, right? I know where I, how I operate and where I operate and what are my boundaries. I don't cross that boundaries. I have my own self-imposed boundaries, correct? I'm aware of my surrounding very well, right? And that's how I preserve my safety, Tachud. And uh, I also feel that this actually stems to a very interesting topic, Tilaga, uh, is your value system. You don't want to compromise your value system. A lot of times things go wrong because you think of compromising with your value system. And that something is constant, right? I think if you are sticking to your values and principles in life, you would be probably having a higher chance of being safe and secure and being aware. You getting me what I'm saying? Yes. That's 100%. important. Very important, right? That's how I remind myself and I tell my daughter as well. I have a daughter. I tell her, have your principles and never compromise with that, whatever be it, right? Because at the end of the day, if you compromise with your conviction and principles, I mean, you want to lose it all. Yeah, so that's true. Your values and your principles, uh, what you follow is yeah. so important. Very, very. If you know your values and principles, I think people know you accordingly as well and they know where to kind of draw their line as well, right? Because you represent that at the end of the day. Right. And and that's how you're defined. So I think it's very important to define yourself. And that's how people will remember you as well. And and not to compromise there. That's that's it's a topic that's very close to my heart. I'm a big fan of Stephen Covey's um, Seven Habits of Living. And I was reading Gaur Gopal Das's book yesterday. And um, mm -hmm. one thing that's constant in life is your values. True. So the good point I really like this uh, the way you carry yourself your values and your principles the others respond accordingly right that's right that's exactly what I'm saying yes you define it yeah. and it's like a reactionary thing right they see you and that's how they react you set it up you set the stage with your values and principles you make it very clear right these are my convictions and I don't compromise with that yeah, in That's my uh, sales experience also, I've uh, very clearly I've understood the way you yeah. behave with your clients, the customer, the words, what you yeah. use, everything make boundaries for your own self. Yeah, yeah, so if, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. If you're clear with that, uh, yeah, I think it won't be easy, maybe, but what will happen is you'll be much safer. This stems from the question how to, I mean, you will be in a much comfortable zone because you have set that expectation day one, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. don't mess with me beyond certain things, correct? And that's important being a woman in Indian context, right? And there are a few principles that leads to few habits that you create in your life, right? These are the things, operational habits, right? And you stick to that. I'm not saying this will guarantee, but I'm saying it's important to have that. Hmm, yeah, understood. Okay, so let's talk about cloud, you know, like, do you know any statistics or approximately like what kind of ratio of women in sales in this 
platform. I don't have that. Yeah, I think we uh, talked about it. I don't have that with me, but I also think that it's changing, right? And uh, I see more and more women coming into, in general, into IT. If you keep cloud separately, because I look at my own organization, I see a lot of drives uh, to hire women. So there, are, I think, uh, in general, organizations are much more aware of the need of diversity. If you look at uh, like Microsofts of the world and Amazons of the world and Googles of the world. And, and I talked about entity already. I think a lot of organizations are very much aware and we have diversity kind of mandates as well. Correct. So I think things are heading for a very good change. A lot of women are moving into sales and any any sales with any kind of sales, right? I think that dogma that uh, is not there that you can't be in sales because uh, you're in you're a woman i think that that's changing i'm so happy to see that that's changing right so i don't have the number for you but i think that things are moving for good as far as the representation of women in sales is concerned yeah great so what advice do you give to women who wants to get into sales as well yeah. who are there in sales but they're looking for, you know, higher and higher roles. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I'm in a position to give that advice because I think I'm also learning. But I think my humble request would be or suggestion would be that, you know, do what your mind says. Okay? If you want to be in sales, go for it. Be passionate of what you do. That's my only thing. You want to be a pianist, be passionate about it. You want to sell, be passionate about it right? Know the law of the land, read a lot of things and get into it in a very deep manner and understand the industry, understand the trends. And it's all about staying true to your dream. If you have a dream to be a, a leader in sales, then just go for it and have a, have a passion. That's very important. Have that fire in the belly and nothing can stop you if you have that. You should be able to get that. Right? And, and there will be obstacles, right? As I said initially, there will be obstacles. And so many things will pull you down in life. But then at the end of the day, if you really want it, you're going to make it happen, right? That's important. That fire in the belly, that conviction, that spark, you know, that's important. You talked about the dreams, you know, every woman should have a dream. So what are your dreams, Sohini? I have a lot, many Right. And I have a lot, many. And I just say one thing that sell your dreams, not products. That's my dream itself is whatever I have my dream, I'm going to make it happen. Right. And um, one dream that I have, of course, is to see a lot of women getting the taste of success. And when I say success, I'm not talking financial success. I'm talking success in the terms of what they want in life, whatever they want in life. I want them to get that with a harmonious work and family balance. That's very critical, right? especially in India, right? I would love to see a woman who is successful in career and equally successful with her, with her family. family. That's what I think is, yeah, I think that's very important. Success to me is not just financial success or work success. Success is a holistic word for me. Right? You need to have a proper work-family balance. That's what I want to see. Right? 
I want to see my other dream. I want to see a lot of kids on the street free of hunger, right? I want to have I want them to have basic education, right? This has been a dream for me from early childhood. Yeah, I mean, the thing is there are so many dreams, right? And you just hope they all come true. Yeah. But it's very impactful dream, I would say. And I really heartfully wish you to be an instrument to to fill the stomach of yeah. so many kids on the streets and to give the educations to so many. Even today morning, I will forward you later. I, I just yeah. watched a video, watched a video about uh, one lady whom uh, Oprah Winfrey yeah. interviewed, uh, Terrorai yeah. Trent. I don't know your watch, so no. maybe one minute I take uh, is uh, she born in uh, South Africa and uh, she used to help yeah. a boy, her sibling, to write the homework, everything. But she did not yeah. allow to go for a school. The, the whole uh, city, the state, not allowed, a girl not allowed to go to the Mm. Uh, studies okay so since mm. uh, the boys uh, teacher uh, just saw the homework everything she was surprised he could not answer on the school but uh, mm. homework was perfect so the teacher went mm. to the village and uh, checked who was doing the homework this is the girl who mm. did the homework so mm. then she got married at 11 years and I think uh, then she got three kids that lady that girl yeah, at uh, 15 years or something, she got three kids. Then somebody came from NGO mm. and um, mm. they were given the, you know, scholarship or whatever to go to United States to, mm. to do her degree. Then she completed mm. her uh, degree, bachelor, master's, and she also did her PhD. But during this oh, process, wow. yes, during this process, lot of beaten up by her husband not to go for a school, a degree. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh but still, for her, for her generation, for her community, she huh. sacrificed all her beating, everything, and she finally did her PhD. Now she, along with the support of Oprah, they are building a lot of schools in that particular state. Beautiful, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Tilaga. What a lovely share. What a love. You know, Tilaga, this reminds me of a quotation that I was. Um, Reading this book, Energize Your Mind, yesterday, last night, by Gaur Gopal Das, the monk. There, you know, he actually quoted a, a George Bernard Shaw's quotation, you know, where George Bernard Shaw says that, now that we have learned to fly in the air like birds, now that we have learned to swim underwater like fish, we lack one thing, to learn to live on earth as human beings. Wow, wonderful. Isn't it lovely? Humanity, right? This this kind of brings back to the whole question of humanity, right? We, we are we are going ahead and there is artificial intelligence, there is robots, there is machine learning. We are doing so many things. We are crossing boundaries, transcending. One thing we need to be very, very cognizant of is are we forgetting to live on Earth as human beings? And what does that entail? That's true. Right? So, I, and this was written so many years back. Imagine the guy's, guy's farsightedness, George Bernard Shaw. And it still holds water even now. And see, the thing is, a ship needs water to sail. You need water to sail, right? A ship needs water. But if you look the history of Titanic, it actually sinks because that same water that helped him 
float went inside this the ship and made it sink so water helps you to sail water also helps you to sink yeah right you you have to you have to understand how to use life in the right sense so that you float with the right principles and be human and i just remember one more uh, statement about water from bruce lee he used to say right be like a water be flexible yeah water goes exactly. everywhere <laughs> yeah it takes its shape right it takes yeah. its shape because yes. yeah that's the property of a liquid i guess yeah yeah <laughs> what's your uh, maybe one line if you want to say about work life balance maybe it helps other audience know your priorities simple as that have your priorities ironed out you should know your priorities and stick to it don't compromise that and and remain focused these two things if you know your priorities and you're focused you're going to have a wonderful work life balance see we have to understand every organization also wants you to have work life balance it's really up to you i can't say that i have such a huge work pressure that i'm losing it i don't i don't believe in that but i believe that if you if you know your priorities if you know your pressures you align yourself you have a very clear cut agenda what will you do when and have a discipline in life i think you should be able to retain that that's um, that's my my next topic is discipline you know you know oh. i believe uh, daily habits or daily rituals you know everyone every successful person follows that's what i understood from watching a lot of interviews so what yes. is your daily rituals which helping you in sales leadership as well as personality Like I should be humble enough to tell you, I'm actually working on that myself. I probably don't have the audacity to suggest anything. I should be honest to my myself as well. I think I'm working on that one area where I needs a lot. I need a lot of improvement, right? So I feel that that discipline is important. I I always feel I was reading Robin Sharma's morning book. He says to get up early in the morning and have a morning ritual. And as you rightly said, a lot of leaders that I have been reading as well, who are my mentors. when i talk to them they all have a very good morning routine because morning is one time that's very productive right so even i'm trying to imbibe that uh, to be honest with you so yeah i think it would be good to have a proper routine in mind and whatever works for you just get that going right that will also keep your balance uh, safe yeah i believe the same uh, i always say the quote which is very close to my heart is um, swami vivekananda says greatness is yeah. not by doing uh, great great things greatness by right. doing small small things greatly very well said <laughs> so what's your secret of success if you want to put in one line one word yeah that's my secret <laughs> <laughs> that's don't want my... to reveal it <laughs> no <laughs> that's okay, my no, secret <laughs> <laughs> how the audience want to reach out they can email me i'll i'll give you my personal email id they can reach out to me on email i mean i would love to help anybody and it's a pleasure it's a joy uh, as i said i'm also learning in that process because i also see that when i when i talk to somebody there's a lot of learning as well right like i talk to you i learned a lot of things from you as well so it's not just always about giving but it's also having that right symbiosis so i also learn when i talk to others right there is always a learning for me as well so yeah i also learn from them right so i'm reachable on email as well 
Yeah, so maybe we'll put the email ID of yours in our description. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or in LinkedIn. Uh, so, Hini, yeah, so it was nice talking to you, you know, great oh, conversation. <laughs> Thank you for uh, bringing me to your podcast and then kind of prepping me also. And um, kind of, I hope, uh, I wish you success. And it's such a noble cause that you have. I, I was very impressed with your vision as well. And what you do, you take your time out, you do this and uh, helping women in sales. It's a very noble cause. And I wish you all the success. It's, it's, I would love to see more people like you, more women like you as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sell Like Her podcast. Do subscribe and share it so that it reaches the maximum women to get benefit by listening successful women's stories. Let's join together and support each other to change the face of sales. Meet you in the next episode. Until then, bye. Take care.